0: Hey, mamas, we see you doing all the things like wiping the runny noses while washing the dishes, trying to schedule the doctor's appointment and still pay attention to that conference call. And then we see you feeling all of the feelings, that sigh of relief at the end of the day when for at least 30 seconds, the house is completely quiet. The guilt you feel over the books that you didn't read or the kind words that you didn't say. We know that the collision between motherhood and mental health is a real thing and not enough people are talking about it. So come have a chat with us. Grab your favorite dinner that doesn't require you to I do guess. the dishes. Hey guys, take a welcome back couch. to Takeout session. This sessions. is Takeout session. I told him, if he stayed in here, that he was going to have to be like a guest speaker. He's going to have to answer some questions. He would. He would have to answer some questions. And he said if we can get 10,000 subscribers, he's going to do a special guest episode. So if you guys want to hear... <laughs> AJ, on our podcast, you got to help us like and share. We're just going to do this out, at, out the gate at the beginning.
1: Please do.
0: Yes. We need this. Would us. make us so happy and slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> so, uh, he was making fun of me. He was also pretending that like he was too tired to move at 845 to help me get the kids in bed real quick. I still had like masses of food that I had to put, you know, when you like cook so much, but then it's too hot to put in the fridge, then you kind of leave it there until you're like right on the edge, You're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Whoops. That's where I was trying to clear it. I don't understand. I do not understand when the man grills, that should be like dinner. I should not have Mm -hmm. an hour's worth of dishes and all of this extra extra. But for some reason I find myself doing more dishes and more like cleanup work in general from these grill nights recently. And I am not a fan. Mm -mm. This is not That is the
1: worst part of meal prep.
0: It is. My dish drainer was full. Remember I am the dishwasher. So my dish drainer was full. I had two, like my counter and my stove were covered in clean dishes that I'd put towels down under. I'm just like, what is going on? What is happening? (laughs) it is the worst it is i'm not anymore i'm not cooking anymore until all of the food is gone including the big huge bag of apples that's taking up residence on the top shelf of the fridge there is no more room no more (laughs) cooking (laughs) you think you're doing something nice by stopping at aldi and stocking up on everything and boom (laughs) no room anywhere i haven't meal prepped for a couple weeks I am ashamed. What? Who are you?
1: I know. I know. I guess because we've had so many things going on. hmm I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, I've been
0: slacking on my meal prepping. Well, you guys had just gotten back from one trip last week mm-hmm. on Sunday. And Sunday for you was, like, go to a birthday party where you were, drive mm-hmm. home, get your another birthday party, come home Monday.
1: So, I think Monday you were just like trying to like live. <laughs> I, I Monday was just recuperate. Oh, and then I think I went riding on Monday. I went riding on Monday oh. and didn't I have therapy? Yes.
0: Yeah. And we <laughs> podcasted that morning, so never mind. You're excused. You're excused. Tomorrow, you guys. So it's <laughs> okay. That's fine. Welcome to Sunday Night Edition. We're we're much more rare form after. Can, can we just say? Can we explore this like? At the beginning of this weekend, I was like, oh, it's going to be such a good weekend. And this is terrible. Homeschool people don't come at me if you're listening to this. I love you. But I was so tired on Thursday night and we were supposed to have a field trip on Friday and it was going to be raining. So we canceled and I was just like, oh, it just seems like this weight was lifted because I knew I didn't have to because it was going to be like an early morning hike for me and the two little people to get to an hour and 15 hour and 30 minutes away. And we had to be there before everybody else. So when that Mm -hmm. canceled on Thursday night, I was like, Oh my gosh. But no, the weekend's gone. It's Sunday night. We're done. It's
1: what happened. I don't even know what I did this weekend. You don't remember
0: what I did. My friend. So, we're back. We're back. I was just asking you if you didn't remember what we did this weekend, because it was just yesterday, and I don't I know. know how
1: you've forgotten. This week <laughs> has been so chaotic. Like, there's been so many things. Remind me next there year is. to never be, like, the supervisor on call the week of my child's birthday. And that we only free weekends to
0: go to the pumpkin patch. We need to go. Early. Oh, that keeps stinging. So we went to the pumpkin patch yesterday on Jenna's one free weekend. Uh, it was it was riveting and exciting, and we're all like sore and like we're never doing this again. But also, it's our kids' favorite thing,
1: so we have to. It, it, it was. It, it was quite. It was quite an adventure. My favorite part of the entire day was the fact that. AJ got lost with all the kids, or we got lost without the kids, depending on one's perspective. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It is.
0: Well, I think the sweet justice there was he got out like, oh, I won because. So AJ and the kids took off running. He claims that he did not incite this. We do not believe him. Mm -mm. No, not at all. No. So they last year, we got so lost in said corn maze that we never found the exit. So Jen and I, with the little man on my back, are just, you know, strolling along. And we're like, whatever, y'all go for it. We tried to keep up with them. And then we just gave up. We passed casually the sign that was like, exit here, you're at the halfway point, or you can keep going. And we're like, surely they didn't go out this way. Oh, they did. So but little did AJ know, like he thinks he's gonna win. He had four children with him. That's not winning. It's not <laughs> winning when you get out and you're the only adult with four children. So, okay, corn maze story. I think we'll try and get from start to finish now. AJ took off with the four big kids. Me and Jenna are behind, and I've got little man strapped onto me. And we're like trying to keep up with them initially. He says that he didn't start this, but he like riles them up and gets them all ready, And then they like take off and we're, we're just not running. We're not, we don't have Mm -mm. babies, especially when I got, you know, one that is strapped on, we're not running. (laughs) Mm There is no running, there's no running. And last year we got so incredibly lost in this corn maze. I think we finally cheated to get out because we were like, we've got to get out of this corn maze with these kids. Mm -hmm. And somehow we didn't lose them last year and there were less kids. Well, this year they got so far ahead of us. We're strolling along, but like not walking slow. They were just literally running. And yeah, we casually passed the halfway point that it's like exit here if you want to get out now or you can keep going. You're halfway through. And we're like, surely they kept going. They made it this far. Oh no they exited but joke was on aj there is no winning when you get out but you still have four kids and i think the best part of it was he was like well nana's here we'll just go find nana and nana will help me oh no nana is a smart woman and she's like bye guys i'm going to sit in the car y'all are going to be in there for an hour. <laughs> so we couldn't find her <laughs> I feel like
1: this serves him right. I feel like this is payment for something. It does. It was It was great. It, it was great. And he had his hands full, too. He
0: did. He did. Because when he came back, quote, like, unquote, to find us, he had, like, three trailing behind him, and he was carrying one.
1: He had a passenger princess, one that was being obedient, yeah, and
0: two that were wild. Because they feed off of each other our eldest if anyone's wondering I mean they like. <laughs> I, I think how it was described to me was gray took off running but Annalie cannot be outdone by gray they must stay together and it's just it's neck and neck and it, people don't believe us when they look at them because they're like in in certain settings they're like these really quiet docile children but you put the mm-hmm. two them together in any kind of competition type setting and they are neck. Oh, they will not be outdone
1: by the other. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's over. It's over. It's over. They're wild. They are. they can be very wild when they get together. They can- it's comical. But it's even more comical when you get to sit back and watch or not watch or not and just watch. know that it's occurring.
0: Like Good luck, AJ. hope you're enjoying your life choices right now. Also, this is why we have said over and over again, our kids are not, like, inside kids. If we cannot throw them outside, they're not allowed to be next to each other because someone's not going to make it. So. Nope. Anyway. Okay. Well, we have been just, like, going crazy. I don't even know how much we've recorded at this point because we've stopped and started so much. Um, so we were at Yoder's Farm yesterday. Did you try an apple cider, Fluffy?
1: Oh. It was the best. (laughs) They are my favorite.
0: Okay. Okay. Did you try (laughs) it? I did. I did. He went and got one because his mom, they, I, I don't know if they came while we were there or not. We didn't see them, but they might've gotten there before we did. He said they, that he thought they'd already left, but pretty much, um, she goes to Yoder's every year, sometimes more than once solely to purchase pumpkins one time. And to get apple cider slushies, a couple of others. Like she doesn't do it. She's been through the corn maze with us once. I think she went with us in 2020 when Cubby had that terrible reaction. Our kids don't do well in corn mazes.
1: Have we noticed this? <laughs> Noted.
0: Noted. Okay, all right. The the firstborns are just gonna like run crazy, rip their pants, and get super muddy. And the secondborns are gonna have some kind of reaction every time. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, she just, so he got one and we never had it. I really like hot apple cider, but it would, that would not have gone well yesterday after trekking through that corn. Mm -hmm. So the apple cider slushy was a nice touch.
1: Oh, so good. To the point where I, I literally almost died. So we're checking out for pumpkins and, The kids had taken over my mom and I's slushies. Mm -hmm. Like, I think Gray had one. Coralie had the other. Well, I didn't think either one of my kids would like them, to be quite honest with you. And they loved them. Because it has the spice in it. Clearly, Coralie did because I almost perished. And you know me. I don't perish over germs. She couldn't get any more juice out of the cup so she was taking the ice in her hands (gasps) and shoving it in her mouth oh no oh
0: no (laughs) and you're just like let it be known all of our friends in virtual world that i arrived to said pumpkin patch yesterday and jenna looked at me immediately and she's like where's your hand sanitizer (laughs) she's like going down the line. Every child did it. Now, granted, I was the evil one later. I hand sanitized all of our kids like five times after that. And, and Gray and Coralie are just compliant now. They just hold their hand out. But um, yeah. <laughs> they do. originally,
1: Jenna's like, where is it? I need that because <laughs> they just cut off the play stuff. <laughs> I thought- all, all of it. Let's just bathe them in it.
0: I know. I know. Just like, don't, don't even, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) So tonight we are going to talk about, or today, whenever you're listening to this, we're going to talk about handling disappointment with our kids and why this is so difficult sometimes. And if we've currently got any strategies that are helping us mentally work through it, because I think sometimes this is harder for us than it is for our kids so here we go let's do it let's jump oh that's in. a good one
1: that's that's a that's a good one
0: it's a good one yeah it's a good one um this was like not pointed at you actually it was because <laughs> I the list. oh jenna has stories <laughs> she may or may not share okay so i will just say that it- traditionally so i have i my older one is just bless her heart she's a kid that will like count down to exciting things and i was the same way as a child i'm pretty sure but because i was i now know like have the knowledge on the back end and i'm like mm, we have to get in front of this so lots of times we don't tell her that we're getting ready to do something until right before she gets really excited and she won't eat um now she gets car sick, so that's problematic because typically if you're going to do something fun, you're getting in the car to go there. And if you're on an empty stomach, you're more likely to get car sick. So lots of times we won't tell her. And like yesterday, I actually said, we're going to do something this afternoon. I'll tell you what it is, but you have to eat your lunch first. She was like, oh yeah, because if you tell me before I'm gonna get butterflies and I tell me and I'm not gonna eat. And I was like, yes. So as soon, and as, soon as she finished that last bite of cheese, she was like, okay, what are we doing today? <laughs> And <laughs> it was quite effective. Um she ate her lunch yesterday. So after she her lunch yesterday, I told her, and I think we're back now, and I think we can hear each other, and we're just really struggling tonight. If it's not phone calls, it is <laughs> internet connectivity or something. Of that. Okay, it's cool. Anyway, um, after we had lunch, I told her where we were going, And she actually did really well with it the unfortunate thing was i thought our field trip for friday was like a shoe-in obviously like there was really not many reasons that that was going to get canceled the one thing i didn't take into Mm -hmm. account the weather so i had told her earlier in the week that we were doing a field trip completely forgot about it and um thought she forgot about it until friday after breakfast she's like so what are we doing today after it was well canceled like it was so rainy and gross on friday and she did really well with that. But like, I know, I know there are situations that come up. It's, it's inevitable. Like your kids are going to get disappointed like 20 times a day. Um, some of it's justified. Some of it is not. Mm-hmm. So, apart from not telling them in advance, because that is something that I think we have to do depending on the situation, certain times,
1: mm-hmm. what
0: are some other ways that we handle this at home and how do we feel about it?
1: Um, I dealt with disappointment with one of them not too long ago. I can't remember exactly what happened or what it was, but, um, I think it was gray and he had never responded like that before. Mm -hmm. Normally if I tell my kids we're doing something and we can't do it, they're, they're pretty chill about it. They might get upset about it, but it's not something they specifically have ever struggled with. Um, so since that incident, one of the things that I've been doing, if I tell them, we talk about the possibility of it not happening and what it might look like if we don't do it and how it's okay for plans to change. Mm -hmm. Um, so kind of having some of those conversations or when, when it comes up, like, a couple days later if they already know it like a week in advance. Well, you know, this is our plan, but sometimes plans don't work out. Yes, absolutely. So kind of prepping them that it could go either way sometimes.
0: I love that. I love that. We, we kind of add a tagline onto things that we know. So some of the things for my older one that specifically struggles with this i can kind of like buffer a little bit until closer to when it's going to happen but some things she just remembers like she's and and i think this is the first year that we've really it's not that she hasn't remembered things but this is the first year she's really verbalized like traditions like she knows that fireworks Mm. happen on the fourth of july and she knows what we do for fireworks so that was kind of a bummer when we were really close to the fireworks and it got rained out. so close we were so So close close. and luckily luckily we got to reclaim fireworks at another like family event which was cool but I think I, I think she's also starting to get a little bit of bless these little children that came through 2020 era because i've started adding adding a tagline on to things that she does remember and knows like she knew yesterday as soon as i told her we were going to the pumpkin patch oh my gosh i can't wait to go through the corn maze with gray and corley that's like her favorite thing ever so and they were in there for 15 minutes unfortunately but that's about all we could take looking back on it um it's true it's
1: true <laughs> if it had gone any longer it would not have gone well
0: it would not have gone well for anyone involved. But I think she's started, we started adding the tagline of, you know, in case, unless something changes, this is what we're planning to do. She knows that we typically go to my parents on the weekends, unless something changes because like people can get sick. People cannot feel up to a visit. Um, We're in a season of building a house. There's been several times that we thought we knew what we were doing on a weekend and ended up getting tied up with like house building Mm -hmm. stuff, specifically the last couple of weekends. So (laughs) we did not... I mean, it wasn't us. It was clearly someone else who spent six hours in front of a computer today trying to like figure this stuff out. So, wasn't us. Um, well, I'm
1: sure. I, I think it's really, really hard to deal with kiddos' disappointment. Um, I think as moms, and you know, correct me if you're if, if it's just me, but I always like to try to jump in and quickly correct the disappointment. Um, Try to rectify the situation, take away the disappointment. Um, Offer an alternative, something that's going to be just as great, but not the same thing. And I think sometimes that can be a little detrimental to kiddos. Um, You know, mine have been dealing with more um, of some emotional disappointments recently mm-hmm. um that have been a little more difficult on my end as well um for the single parents out there you know sometimes we have to explain things um that are complicated for even us to explain yeah and when put in those situations you know one of mine got pretty upset not too long ago um And (laughs) thank God I have a good therapist (laughs) because, you know, even coming as a therapist, you think you should have all the right answers and all the things to say. But when you're in the moment, you're like, uh, um, and when I was talking to my therapist about this, because I really had had to process it myself, she gave me some really good advice, which therapists don't give advice by the way. But when we were talking through it, it was kind of like sometimes with kiddos, you can't answer the questions the way you want to answer them. Um, sometimes the answers that we want to give to them aren't always the best ones for them. Um, or the answers we think we should be saying um, aren't always the best ones for them. Um, so a lot of it can be redirection. Um, for us, it's kind of like that motive, uh, motivated, Um The interviewing process, like with, you know, counseling, kind of throwing it back in their direction. You know, I can see how that makes you feel this way or, you know, really reflecting with them. Um, so sometimes it's, I've, from the situations that I've come to find myself in is it's not always about fixing the disappointment. Um, when in therapy we were talking about, you know, more redirection of Mm -hmm. questions, not answering them directly always, um, because we don't always have the answers, um, but more so focusing on, I can see how that makes you feel. Sometimes we feel sad. Sometimes we, um, feel angry or whatever it may be, happy. Um, you know, so when you're placed in those difficult situations where your kids are disappointed, um, You know, sometimes it's okay to let them sit in that. Yeah.
0: And I think a good thing too is like if it's something that's going on that you're legitimately disappointed or frustrated or however, too, I've noticed recently that one of my children is really picking up on some of my not so great characteristics, (laughs) like from when I'm frustrated, nothing extreme, but just the way I go, or something like that. And I'm like, thanks, oh, this is good. It's like looking in a mirror when you're parenting. But sometimes it's really powerful to kind of join with them. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm sad too. I'm frustrated about this too. I was really excited about this too. And I understand. I think it's also really important to let them know that sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. As moms, I think we feel like we're the gatekeepers, you know, like on Thor, the timekeeper. Yes. (laughs) everything happen. That's kind of what we feel like sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, and I think that's the way our kids view us too. So what's really unfortunate sometimes is when they think that we've taken something away from them. And you know, sometimes we have to do that, but sometimes like
1: it has nothing to do
0: with us and it just right. happens. Right.
1: So legitimate... I think we get so caught up in that, like, because I almost feel like that's one of the mom guilt things. It plays, you know, plays into it. And it's like, I hate for my children to be disappointed, but I want to be able to help them learn how to manage manage it. Because let's be real, life is full of a lot of disappointments.
0: So full of disappointments. I mean, we literally held our breath for half of the week because we're like, it's going to rain on Saturday. We know (laughs) it, it keeps it's rained every other Saturday this month. Why would it not rain on this Saturday? And um, your kids already knew, mine did not, but I knew this was going to be like the only weekend we could. Uh Uh-huh. It it really, truly is some And and I think that's one thing. The weather is an easy one to be like, oh, you know, it's not about. I, I think also generally teaching them some safe. So like we have boundaries are good because disappointment unfortunately often leads to a breakdown of behavior mm-hmm. <laughs> into like mode so we have really had to get hard and fast again with boundaries of like okay I'm if this is what you're choosing to do this is kind of the and I mean some disappointment honestly is natural consequences I think mm-hmm. there are situations where kids are going to be disappointed because they have lost a privilege So two things I'll say with this, I'm a huge fan of natural consequences. I think they're incredibly difficult to figure out because as moms, sometimes we just don't have the mental energy to think that far ahead. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But when it works in your favor, I think that's great. But also I think when you set a boundary, you have to stick with it Mm -hmm. because if you don't, it's not good for them. It's not good for you. And this is not about being authoritarian or you know a dictator, Mm -hmm. but it's really about letting your kids know that, like, if you say something, and I've expressed this to my kids lots of times, I feel like if you ignore me in the house when I'm just asking you to, like, stop wrestling with your brother, if I said, don't run in front of this car that's getting ready to come, you would ignore me, too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: to mommy is often about, like, safety concerns, and I need to know that you're going to listen to me. So... Even when it sucks, if you've set that boundary, if the rule is, if you're whining, you have to go in your room and you can whine however much you want to, Mm -hmm. or if the rule is, if you're arguing, you're off video games or whatever the situation is, if that's the rule, we Mm -hmm. have to follow it, even
1: if it ends up hurting our feelings as well, or taking a little bit of the ease of our schedule out Mm -hmm. too. And I talked to my kids. I didn't tell you about this, Um, but I had a very interesting conversation because, gray loves reading now loves reading yeah and now the thing is is i want to read the songs that we listen to oh no well one of them got me in trouble but the other one actually really led to a very interesting conversation that i feel like is applicable because it is about disappointment but So the song is, um, it's, it's this song about healing and Mm -hmm. Coralie always asked, like, did someone get hurt? Oh, okay. And I was like, oh man, how am I going to explain this? And so I was like, all right, well, here we go. And so I was explaining there's different ways to get hurt. Mm -hmm. And I then, so Gray pipes in and he was like, oh, I know ways to get hurt. But anyway, it was a long conversation. He was pretty accurate about it. But we were talking about how you can physically get hurt, but you can also emotionally get hurt. Um, and explaining to them, like, how we can, I guess, be disappointed with people. yeah, um, People's actions, how they, how other people's actions can hurt us mm-hmm. um, and how how to handle that. Um, and also taking it to more of like a personal level as far as like this is why we have to be responsible for how we treat others. Yeah, you know, our words, our tone of voice, and those things like people are gonna hurt us. It happens, like that's part of life, but this is why. Um, so it was something that they were able to grasp on, and I was I feel like I'm gonna be able to tap into some like empathy with Corly. <laughs> because it now I was like that hurts mommy's heart you know yes. so them understanding like yeah you guys can also cause us some disappointment Yeah. um so it kind of taps into that too I love that
0: I love being able to teach We we've had a lot of conversations recently about how like when you speak to somebody in this way, or if you have this tone, or if you're rolling your eyes, we've gotten into stomping our feet and slamming doors recently too. We're seven. I don't know what that is (laughs) your Lord help us in the future, but how that really can come off. So I I think setting boundaries, talking through that emotional side and also trying to give them some very baseline coping skills, ways Mm -hmm. to calm down. Um, in their room in a safe space doesn't have to be too elaborate but you know it, it can be very simple it can be like you can scream all you want to but you can't do that in here you can cry all you want to but you need to be like in a place mm-hmm. that you're hurting everybody else with it mm-hmm. um it can be taking deep breaths belly breathing and blowing out the candle kind of stuff is really effective for little kids it can be it's like calm down music or calm down um, songs. I guess that's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there's all kinds of tricks and tips out there. A quick YouTube search will probably mm-hmm. show you like in coping skills for kids that are very easy to
1: implement. So I think it's really important to validate the emotions in kids. Because yes. um, I, I find myself like, running into this I'm like no Jenna you're not just trying to fix this situation like this is a teaching experience (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. it's a very
1: teachable moment (laughs) but like stop crying it's not you know you don't need to do that like but they're upset and you know kids their tantrums of course sometimes they're dramatic but getting them to work through those emotions yes instead of just trying to like nip them in the bud because that's what would be easiest for us as parents like stop crying but in reality like as adults like they're they're just little adults and they're learning how to be adults so it's our job to teach them how to regulate
0: it is it's very important and I think that is because lots of times I have noticed your kid doesn't really have a meltdown when you're at a good place when you're Mm -hmm. like your tank is full you've had (laughs) enough coffee you got 10 hours of sleep last night that's not when your kids have meltdowns also those Mm -hmm. things probably never and for you as a parent. Your kids are going to have a meltdown at the end of the day or in the first thing in the morning if you're not a morning person. Like when you have nothing, when you barely can like do what you need to do for yourself in that moment, that's when your kid is going to have this huge freaking meltdown and you're going to be like, ah. So I think it is really easy in those moments to be like, just stop. Absolutely just stop. And there are some really good moments that you need to just stop. Mm-hmm. Safety issues. need to cut that mess out and if i said you need to cut it out now um like getting out the door we might not have a lot of time i think you can still boundary that in Mm -hmm. one thing i started doing recently is like i need you to stop crying because i can't understand what you're saying Uh and to get them to like tone it back a little bit because Mm -hmm. like truly when you're, when you're a blubber and mess, you're just getting frustrated because you're like, I'm telling you what's wrong. And we're like, we can't understand a word you're saying. <laughs> right, right. So you're ready to go into that coffin thing where you get ready to throw up. So can we just like skip that part and let's just <laughs> <go> do <down. laughs> Let's just not do that today. <laughs> let's just not do that today. Let's just not, not today, not today. But it is, it's important to like... and and i think that's really good by like naming emotions telling them when you feel those weights too um telling them that like you can feel this way and not act out those are really important conversations too because like lord knows we get mad frustrated sad slightly depressy like every single day Mm -hmm. over here but like we can't throw things we can't go slap somebody across the face (laughs) these are frowned upon generally in society so like this is stuff that we have to like learn appropriate ways to work through so Mm -hmm. good stuff i got one more for you and i think this is kind of tapping into the mom brain side of this we have two different situations but i think they both cause us equal levels of stress and you kind of have a double whammy on this one i think as working moms we kind of have this sense of adding to the disappointment sometimes because our schedules really can dictate what is and is not possible. So sometimes our schedules are the thing that's causing the disappointment. There legitimately isn't time for X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Um, there was only one Saturday this month that we could go to the pumpkin batch. There is just, there, there's a certain level of stress that comes <laughs> with being a working parent just because you're limited in the amount of time Mm -hmm. flip side you could have that if you're a stay-at-home parent, because in certain situations that could limit your financial availability that could limit your social connectedness so there there really is two sides of the coin but also as a single parent you're parenting for two people all the time you don't Mm -hmm. have somebody to talk about with
1: yeah and if
0: you can't do it it ain't
1: getting done. Mm-hmm. So and that's, that's something I've been very open with my kids about recently, actually. So coming from, like, the single mom perspective, um, you know, I, I really try to explain those things because I do pick up a lot of on-call. Um, I pick up extra time just because I want to be able to do those extra things for the kids. And I've started explaining that to them. Like mommy does this for the various financial reasons. Yeah. Um, I've been very transparent. Like, you know, I break it down with kids. Like mommy does this to keep the lights on. Like mommy does this yeah. to, you know, make our fridge full. Like all of those things. And I really feel like that's one thing that's been beneficial that I've done with my kids. Yeah. Um, Is making them aware of why does mommy do this? Why, why are these things, you know, why does mommy do this? Why does daddy do this? Whatever it may be. Um, But kids are smarter, I think, sometimes than we give them credit for and being able to comprehend things because they're perceptive enough to comprehend them. So I feel like we need to give them the opportunity to kind of understand the backstory of it within like an age appropriate manner.
0: Absolutely. I think that's so important. And I think that really is single parent, working parent, stay at home parent, like we're always going to have a certain level of stress. And I think we're going to feel like we're feeding or causing that disappointment, mm-hmm. but checking our parent guilt at the door and being like, okay, we're not doing this today. Just like, you know, we're telling that boundary, that little meltdown, you can have your meltdown in a room. Like, okay, mom guilt, you can show up on Saturday from 10 to 10.05, but today is not Saturday and it is not 10 or 10.05. So I'm going to need you to exit the building. and We're going to get through what we're doing today. And, you know, sometimes talking to ourselves the same way we love our jobs. We both really enjoy what it is that we go do. We also know that we provide financially and what we do is important to our family's income. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, and I'm sure a lot of people in different fields have the same thing Our jobs can be a little bit unpredictable with Mm -hmm. crisis level or having to stay a little bit later or things of that nature. So I think having an understanding, my daughter recently has really gotten into like, so what time are you going to be home and when's your next meeting? Cause sometimes I come home and then do other telehealths at night because she wants to know how long I'm going to be available. And so also building in that buffer Mm -hmm. of, you know, like, unless something changes but we just kind of like wash out. I don't plan the nights that I'm working. I don't really plan to do anything special with her, but I try to make up for it in other ways. And I think if you have kind of like a centering or a compass point or, you know, whatever you want to call it, some kind of grounding situation to pull you back in on a day that you are able to do it Whether that is you stay in your pajamas all day on Saturday morning, or you always make waffles on Sunday nights, or you always is a hard term. We know there's something that comes up. You play games on a certain night of the week, or on a certain day of the week, you get fancy cups and you drink some, or you you go somewhere for dinner, or you have a special movie night, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It can be simple and it can be budget friendly, but as long as you have some kind of connection point built in, it kind of like brings them back around. It lets them know that this is going to be your special time. Mm-hmm. We all screw that up pretty frequently. P.S. Like nobody <laughs> does great with that.
1: Mm-mm.
0: But I think that can be really beneficial for like helping combat that guilt, but also helping them if
1: something fun that we were planning to do doesn't work out because mm-hmm. of scheduling so. okay These are the things they don't tell you about when they're like, yeah, I have children. <laughs> Did not come in my instructions
0: home from labor. And delivery. It was just like a, like, oh, figure out how to keep them alive for the next 18 years. That's kind of the information that you get.
1: So, this is part of that. This is part of that. But,
0: okay. So, you have to go pack because you're off on your next adventure. Yes. Yes. Oh, my
1: gosh. Week two. All of the
0: things. Of the things. So many adventures. I printed out after I spilled water all over my kitchen, I printed out everything. I've got the table set up for tomorrow morning. I'm feeling decent about Monday. Hopefully it'll be a good night. Good start <laughs> to the week. Good start to the week. All right. You guys can continue to like, share, follow. Hey, remember 10,000 listens. We'll get that special guest on here that everybody would love to hear. It would be a treat. Don't don't even try. It will be a treat. Um, So continue to find us on all of your favorite podcast platforms and leave us a review. Leave us a star. Helps us to be more visible to other people. And we appreciate and read them all. And
1: remember, guys, we're rooting for you.
0: You can do this and we'll see you next time.